Hey everyone, welcome back to Safe Haven. I am your host, Darlene Anjout Alexon. St. Alexon is kind of crazy, but I guess it comes with a new title. But nonetheless, so on today's episode, I wanted to t- cover, not just talk, but also cover the topic of friendship, um, good and bad friends, the good things about um, having good friends, and the bad things that comes with making bad friends, I guess you could say. But nonetheless, um, on today's episode, we'll be covering the topic of friendship. It will actually be two episodes because I'm going to do this episode on my own. And I'm also going to see if I could get my best friend to cover the topic of friendship with me because I know that's something that we talk about a lot. But without further ado, let's get into the episode. Okay, so first, let's actually um, give a definition for the word friends. So I looked it up and the definition for it is a person whom one knows and with whom one has a bond of mutual affection, typically exclusive of sexual or family relationship relation um the second meeting is a member of the religious society of friends um but yeah that's what they would identify friends with um i wanted to cover the topic of friendship because um the time we're living in i have seen a lot of young people fall victim because of the type of people they hang around, because of the person or people they refer to as their friends. And um, just like this definition said, it clearly said it's somebody you have a bond of mutual affection with. Like if um, you were to ask me to identify a friend, I would I'm not identify, but to um, give a definition of a friend. I would literally say someone that um, understands, respect you and someone that will stand through the fire with you simply because um, in my life, I have noticed that my friends play such big roles in my life. It's not just me saying, oh, this person is my friend and I can't call them. Um, when something goes wrong or this person is my friend and they they won't hold me accountable. Um, I personally pick my friends very wisely and I would say that I didn't get to select my friends. I would say that God ordained my friends to be my friends in different season of my life. I know that sounds very cliche, very Christian, very, oh my God, I'm so safe. The reason I say that is because of the impact they've had in my life. From the time I've met them to now, I've seen the impact. I've seen how they affect my life for the good. And I will also give example of times that I've had friends that literally broke my heart. Like I've had friends that it felt worse than, um, I don't know how to describe it. Like I've had friends that broke my heart worse than you could say an ex. So that's why like, I wanted to, that's why I want to cover the topic of friends. So, um, yeah, uh, I'm so sorry, but yeah, that's why I want to cover the topic of friends. I'll get into it. And as I go along with what I am saying, 
I am praying that the Holy Spirit will guide me and give me scriptures to go along with what I say. Okay, one example um, I could give of a good friend is, oh my God, this is probably my favorite um, friendship to look at. I love the friendship between David and Jonathan. Me and my best friend, I always tell her, I'll be like, you know, I think of our friendship has David and Jonathan simply because um, if you read the story of King David, you will see that David was anointed and Saul was king, but Saul already knew that there was, um, there was someone coming to replace him. And the way God used David in battle, he already knew that the hand of God was on this man and this is his replacement. It didn't help that, you know, whenever they um, went into battle, the women, um, after their victory, the women would literally be having songs. They would have songs. They would say, oh, um, Saul killed a um, hundred and David killed 10,000. Like, in a way, they were like mocking him and also just like, you know, letting him know, hey, this is going to be your replacement. But um, when you read further into the story of David, into the life of David, you will notice that he met Jonathan and automatically the Bible say like their soul was um, knitted together. Like like it was like a piece of cloth that was sewed together. That's um, that's how deep the friendship was. The friendship was so deep that Jonathan understood that David was anointed to be king because we all know how um royalty protocol protocol oh my god I can't talk protocol okay we all know how it goes down the line down the lineage of um of royalty because if Saul was to to die or resign from being king Jonathan would be next in line to be king but the friendship the friendship that they had was so profound, was so deep, and it was so um, it was so well put together. Not by them, but because that's how God had ordained it to be. Jonathan realized, like, hey, I am not going to be the next king. That's you, and he was okay with that because if we really think about it, if my father's king, let's say my mom's queen, and something happened to her, I'm next in line to be queen. I wouldn't. Honestly speaking, this is from a person um, perspective. Um, be mad at me if you want. But we all know, like, not a lot of people would be okay with it. Me personally, no. Like, I'm next to be queen. But Jonathan knew the calling of David's life, knew that David was called to be king. And he wanted to cheer his friend on. He wanted his friend to live according to purpose. So in the Bible, he talks about um, their friendship. Um it talks about how Jonathan, you know, Jonathan knows about the dad's scheme to get David killed, how he's trying to kill David. And Jonathan say, hey, David, he he literally went and met, and met up with David and he say, hey, listen, my boy, my dad's trying to kill you. So if I were you, I would honestly get out of here. And, John, uh, and David did just that every time Jonathan knew something was going to be happening to David he honestly picked his friend over his father because Jonathan respect 
the calling on David's life. Jonathan respect the bond that they had. So Jonathan looked out a lot for David. And um, in Proverb, I believe, um, let me not lie to you. It's Proverb 18, verse 24. It says that a friend stick closer than a brother. And there's a lot of example of that. And, and I'm sure you, if you look at your life, you'll find example where your friends actually pull you out when you were drowning. Like for me, I could give a thousand example. Like for me, it's I have different friends for different reason. But for some weird in some weird way, God makes it that all of them play almost the same role. Even if I want to ignore one, another one text, another one call or FaceTime. Like for an example, um, I feel like I spoke about this a lot on here. Um, I grew up with my stepmom and, um, and one of the things that I've learned was how to make, how to teach a friend to treat you. Because if that person is going to stick closer than a brother, they need to learn how to treat you. They need to learn how to respect you. And they need to learn who you are. And I'm not talking about who you pretend to be, but really who you are. So a friend to me is someone that knows you, like that knows you in your deepest core. I'm yeah, well, yeah, some friends know you in your deepest core. Some friends can call you up the moment something happened. And some friends are ordained by God. Like sometimes God put people in your life. Um, a prime example I could give you is, um, I call her mommy Batia. Batia is somebody that would correct me. I mean, back when I was young and I was, I'm not going to say I was wild. I was, I was, um, very rebellious. I was very, um, disobedient, but Batia did not care about, um, me being disobedient. Batia didn't care about people saying, oh, she's rude or she don't listen. Batia would approach me and be like, hey, you need to stop doing this and that. And the first time she did that, I didn't know the lady. I didn't know her from a from a can of paint. I was like, who is this woman? And who do you think you are talking to me like that? But for some weird reason, I was very obedient to her voice. My spirit was so obedient to her. And it's one of those things till this day. I'm I'm married, but anytime Batia says, hey, darling, stop doing this. Or she says, da, um, I like this when you do it. But um, just don't do it a lot, you know, like if I do my hair a certain way and she tells me, hey, I don't like this hairstyle. It's not you. It doesn't fit you. If I do something and she tells me she doesn't like it, it's not because, oh, she's older than me or she's being bossy, this and that. It's just that it's just because I know what comes with obeying her. So Bata is one of those people like. I met Bata, I think I was either 17, 18, or eight, like between that age. And um, she literally approached me. And she's like, hey, I had this dream about you. And it was about a singing group. I am not a singer. And she's just like, yeah, I think you should join it because I had a dream you were a part of it. And I literally said to her, I'm not a singer. Um, I don't think so. And she she honestly told me the day 
of the meeting when they meet when they have rehearsal and how they're holding um you know um meetings to see who want to join this and that and after she had that conversation with me she took my number down and i was in the middle of um class she texted me about the meeting at this and that time for some weird reason i just kind of like oh i didn't want to reply but at the end of the day i ended up going to the meeting and i did join the group and that's um that's how i started getting really involved in ministry because anytime something was going on i guess she picked up on me being obedient to her she would contact me and just let me know hey this and that is happening so I guess you could say that's an example of a good friend. Um, the Bible also talks about um, the friendship of Elisha and Elijah. Because Elisha was a servant of Elijah, prophet Elijah. And um, while Elijah, Elisha was serving him and it was time for him to depart from um from from the earth and you know elijah was following him he's just like because he felt like something was off he just knew like hey this man is trying to leave and i'm trying to um catch a blessing and um i'm i'm mentioning this story because of the fact that elijah was very obedient to um not just um his leader but the friendship he had with elijah he knew the benefit of being friends with um with that person he knew and him was uh, the anointed of god and him was the power of god and him god used him for multiple reason and being friends with that person being in close proximity of that person some of that um power some of that anointing travels over to you that's a benefit of being friends with someone that is that is of good company you don't just weep you don't just benefit from being their friends you also benefit from who they associate themselves with who they are what they're called into doing one of the things that um, my nenen says a lot is unction attire unction, meaning that um, unction um, attract unction, anointing attract anointing. Because if you're friends with someone that is possessed by demons, someone that is doing all the dirty things out there, whether you like it or not, your name is associated with that. If you're friends with someone that's out here cussing people out, someone that's rude to their elders, someone that doesn't understand obedient, you're you're associated with that. Growing up in middle school, I had a teacher um, because, listen, I used to hang out with the bad kids. Don't ask me why, but I just kind of like um, kind of like hung out with the bad crew. But um, I remember in middle school, there was a teacher that called me out. Um, he was a Haitian teacher. He was um, in an in assistant principal. Um, I was in either seventh grade or eighth grade. He called me into his office and he says, tell me who your friends are. And I started naming all my all the people I hung out with, the people I associated myself with, just like, you know. I was like, this person's my friend, that person's my friend, this, this, and that. And he's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he's, I'm literally naming, naming people that would get suspended very often. 
and I've never been suspended. So he's like, so these are your friends. I was like, yes. He's like, how many times have they been suspended? I'm like, I don't know. And he, he asked me, he's like, how many times have you been suspended? I'm like, I've never been suspended. He's like, you know, it would be very hard for somebody to believe that. And once he said that, I was like, why? He's like, I'm going to teach you this because you're a young Haitian woman. And I want you to remember this. He said, one thing I learned in life is choose your friends wisely. He's like, just like I asked you who your friends are, that's who you are. And I ne- it never clicked. And he's like, remember this. T- when someone say, tell me who your friends are and I'll tell you who you are, don't be offended when they call you something that you're not because that's who you associate yourself with. A lot of time, it's easier for you to befriend, you know, um, people that are your age and people that you feel like, oh, that's the type of stuff I should be doing. But um, is that who you want to be identified with? Is that, I mean, is it really? Is that who you want them to attach you to, the title that you want them to attach you to? Because many times I've seen this in this generation, I've noticed that... um, there's a lot of people that get in trouble that get arrested that gets um in certain situation and loses opportunity because of who they associate they associate themselves with like for for an example like if you want to be a brand ambassador for um the most a brand like let's say like if you want to be a brand ambassador for um for dior um, you're not going to associate yourself with people that that are like low profile that don't know how to maintain themselves that have poor hygiene that you know that doesn't know how to articulate themselves well I don't know if I said that word right but I think I did that don't know how to speak well that don't have proper grammar you're not going to associate yourself with that you're going to put yourself in a position where when you step in a room, people are like, oh, this young person put um, is well put together and well kept. They're groomed properly and they're not stinking of the joint, you know. Um, it's the same way, like, when you when you make friends, when you make friends, they um, they associate you with that who that person is. If you're hanging out with people that smokes, that drinks, that um, that's just cussing at their parents, guess what? You're going to pick up their bad habit. I believe it's in Proverbs where it says, um, bad company, corrupt, good character. I'm not sure if I'm um, phrasing it right, but I'm going to give you, let me look up the verse real quick. But no, like if you're, if you're someone that wants to be respected, you want to keep, you want to keep people that have good rep- reputation and that have good representation, like, for an example, like my mom always tell me this. She says, if someone says you cuss them out, I'm going to say, no, 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 no. What did you do to get her to a point where she's cussing you out? Or what did you do to 
make her act out of character not because you know my mom is my mom is going to side with me automatically no my mom knows i'm not going to talk out of pocket to anybody it could be the littlest kid i'm not going to talk down to you i'm going to approach you with respect and i'm going to approach you like a human being where there's other people every single words they say it's a f bomb it's a b it's a this it's a that it's like no if that's who you associate yourself with that's who you are like the bible make it very clear like who you who um when you associate yourself with bad people and you make bad decisions well i'm not gonna say you make bad decisions you associate yourself with bad people and the um, the environment around that person is toxic guess what you're going to become a toxic person not because you want to but because that's who you surround yourself with like your environment if you want to be someone that is taken serious put yourself around people that are taken serious it's not because they're going to force it onto you but slowly their habit become your habit it's like a relate a friendship is like a relationship it's like dating someone like you spend so much time with them you could be on the phone with them a lot you could um be around them a lot and you start picking up their habit like one of the things i realized was um i picked up my my husband habit of um seeing the good in people or trying to be very merciful because back then i'm not gonna lie to you i was not merciful like if you said something that was out of pocket yeah that's who you are but my husband's always giving people grace like it's not because he's my husband but not just because he's my husband i've picked up on it but we've been friends since we were like in high school and that's something he was very big on like i'm not going to just because someone did something bad i'm not going to say that's who they are he's he's one of those people that gives you grace he gives you grace 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 but when when he noticed like that's who you are he's just like yeah no i can't do this anymore and like he cuts it off not because you know he's a bad person this and that but because he feel like because it's toxic it's going to is it deteriorate his character yeah i think that's the right word it's going to just like take away from him it's going to make him become something he's not and if you if you associate yourself with certain people and you know for a fact they have a horrible representation they have a horrible reputation i cannot talk today don't judge me um they have a horrible um reputation like that will become your reputation like the bible says um the bible say, uh, i'm not gonna say, it's not and i don't think that's in the bible Bird of, birds of a feather flocks together i don't that's not in the bible but that's something solomon should have wrote because you know solomon wrote the book of proverbs but yeah i mean i know in um um i know in i can never say this word is it e ecclesiastic i'm not sure but um it says there's a time for everything there's a time for you to be young dumb making silly decision and also there's a time for you to be an adult making decisions that will affect you like i'm not saying the decisions that you make when you're young are not going to affect you they will but when you make like silly decisions and you're like in your in your like 20 like mid-20s and you don't think they're gonna affect you when you're when you're in your 30s like you're playing yourself like stop playing yourself i give i, I think those were examples of um friendships that are bad um okay um example of a good friend someone that holds you to that holds you to the fire someone that holds you accountable like let's say that you said something to your mom that was out of pocket 
and your friend pull you aside and say, hey, don't talk to your mom like that. Like, that's not cool. That's not how you talk to adults. That's not how you should be approaching your mom. Your mom deserves a lot more respect than that. Don't be mad at people like that because they're trying to help you. They're trying to help you build a character that is res- that is respected, not just by them, but also by people around you. If you have a friend that knows that, hey, you said, hey, I'm not going to listen to circular music. I'm going to try to focus on, on you know, reading. Like, like let's say you, you want to trade circular music for reading the bible or you want to trade circular music for learning a new um a new um hobby that person there's there's always going to be a friend that's going to um hold you accountable for um to get what you need to do um done um a bible verse i want to give you guys is um i believe it's john 15 verse 12 through 13 which says Friends love each other the same way Christ loves us. Because if I'm your friend, I don't want you to do well, then I'm not a friend at all. Like, if I can't love you and correct you and hold you accountable, just like the Holy Spirit holds us accountable for how we interact with people, for what we say to people, as a friend, it's also my job to hold you accountable, to talk to you, to um, love on you. Like, when you make a mistake, I should be showing you grace not um i'm not gonna show you grace all the time when you do something wrong like if you make the same mistake like let's say three four times like baby it's becoming a habit we gotta cut it out that's also me loving on you and wanting you to be a better person um i also believe and um and i believe it's in proverb i think it's proverb 18 where it says um a friend um stick closer than a brother I think it's proverb. I'm not too sure. Um, uh, yeah, I think it's proverb 18 verse 17. I'm not too sure where it says a friend love um stick closer than a brother, meaning that when you're going through the the tough moments, the the moments that that's like challenging, not just challenging, but also testing your your faith. And just like when you're happy, they're happy for you. When you're sad, they're there with you. Um, those are friends that are friends of a lifetime. Um, for me, I can give this cause for me, I think it was after marriage. Like, I think it was like two, three months into my marriage. I'm, I've only been married for about five months now, but I think it's two, three months after getting married. I realized like how great a friendship I have with all my friends. Like I have my, like you guys probably listened to the first episode, like, I know for a fact um, I have Esther, I have Shirlene, like those two, they will not play with me. They will not tolerate me. Like I know for a fact Shirlene is going to hold me accountable. Esther's going to be like, okay, you did this and that happened. How did you feel about it? Have you shared that with the person? Why? If I said no, she's going to be like, well, why have you not shared it with the person? Like, are you afraid of what the response going to be? Like, I never knew how important it was for um, your friends to hold you accountable, not just accountable, but to hold you to such standard that is so great. Like, I never knew it because I've always been, like, it's not that I've always been, like, my own person, but, like, with my friends, I've always tried to avoid correction. Like, I've always tried to avoid certain things because I was very self- Oh, is he? 
I, well, I always crit, um, I always criticize myself. I always find what I did wrong. But like with my friends, they they tell me what I did right, and then they'll correct me. Like if you did this and that better, but me, I'm always focusing on the negative. But my friends know they don't do that, and I thank God for that because they help you see yourself from their eyes, from their perspective, from how um you see you see how you're supposed to be loved through your friends like i mean for me i see how much my friends love me i see how um they they notice i've received love i i've noticed who i am through my friends eyes through their action and how they talk to me how they correct me at time and how you know sometimes if i'm in a funk they will call me out they'll be like hey 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 we're not doing that today no 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 we're not doing that um get up but um but yeah, that, I think mm, I think this should be it. I think I'll do part two. I'll probably travel up to see my best friend and probably do part two with her. But yeah, you guys, this was part one of Friends. Yay! Like you know, I I, I don't know the song, but there's a song that say that says um something about um how many people know they need their friends, this and that. In the show Friends, yeah, that that show was lit. But um, Living Single did it better. Um. Don't argue with me. Anyways, uh, you guys, um, this was Safe Haven. I am your host, Darlene Anjou Alexan. Um, stay tuned for the next few episodes that are coming out. I'm not going to give you guys a deadline when I'm going to do it. I'm just going to have to, you know, make it do what it do best. But, um, hey, if you like this episode, share it with a friend. Um, share it with your mom, your dad your grandfather well i don't think grandparents could know how to work podcasts but if you play it for them they'll listen um but yeah this is safe haven until next time bye bye